Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app, full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome. Good day there and welcome to podcast 90 of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so great to have you here today. We are three months out from the CWIB Community Conference in 2019. And so I thought we'd start introducing you to our wonderful speakers. So if you are joining us just for today, for the first time, each year, we have an annual get together that's for every lady out there whether you're a member or non-member. And this year it's going to be over two days. So the first day is going to be like a conference and the second day will be like a retreat. And it's going to be on the northern beaches of Sydney on the 9th and 10th of February. So this is going to be a weekend for you to prepare your mind and soul for the year ahead, along with learning who you are in God and what that means and how you run your business from that place. And today we're joined by the lovely Sharon Ludlow from Grace and Confidence. Welcome to the show, lovely. (laughs) Thank you. It's good to be here. (laughs) Uh, Now, Sharon's been in our podcast a couple of times now, but I'm still excited to share her beautiful words and her beautiful heart. And I'm also really excited about what you're going to be bringing to the conference in February. So if there is a lady out there who knows about operating in the kingdom, this is the girl. So if you are listening and you get some questions uh, and you'd like to talk to someone about them as they pop up as we're going through this podcast, send them in. Uh, Sharon would love to hear from you and and help you through those questions because I'm sure some are going to come up today and some are going to come up in the actual conference itself. Uh, but so our listeners can get to know you more and more about where you come from and where you are today, we've got some questions for you. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, where were you born? I was born in Melbourne, Australia. And right here. Right here. <laughs> That's really simple. Very Mind simple. It wasn't complicated. Yeah. <laughs> when you were like, okay, so when we were kids, we all had this dream that when I'm going to grow up, I'm going to be... So when you were growing up, you are going to be, what were you going to be? Well, I had torn, I was torn because I am a crazy Sherlock Holmes detective fiend. So by day I was going to be a, you know, detective, brilliant, of course. And um, at night I was going to be Amy Grant. Do you know Amy Grant? Absolutely no idea who Amy Grant Okay, is. so she is a Christian singer. And in the 80s is when she came out, uh, was like her first album, was just her and her guitar. Very, very simple worship, very, oh, it's just a real sweet spirit. And I thought, I fancied myself as a bit of an Amy Grant, you know, Christian singer, songwriter, and because I used to play the piano. And then we formed a band, you know, some of the girls (laughs) that I knew, we formed a band. So we were going to be like, you know, the Amy Grants, I don't know what we were going to be, but so delusions of uh, singer songwriter at night and uh, detective in the day. That is so cute. <laughs> that was my that was my goal. 
So yeah, so even now to this day, if if you want to find me when I'm actually vegging out and doing nothing, it's usually, uh, if I'm not watching world news, I'm watching some kind of detective show, you know, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes or... Pryro. Like yeah, Pryro or Marple yeah. or, you know, oh, it's not something where you've got to solve the problem and figure it out and yeah. So that, I'm still, that's the part I still have. This, the singing, I'm sure my children would deny that I sing. Do I, Amy Grant? That's funny. So at the conference, you're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, how do we operate in the kingdom and what does that mean and all that kind of stuff. So what's the three biggest lessons you've learned so far from operating in the kingdom in your business? Oh, I mean, that's a, that's a corker. It is a corker. Sorry. Because uh, how, how do you, how do you kind of be succinct with that? I mean, it's being in the kingdom of God is, it's much bigger than I think most people realize. I don't think they realize actually what the kingdom is. It's very ambiguous when you read the scriptures, isn't it? And, Jesus talks about the kingdom and we're all looking at it going, I, I don't really get it, you know. And, and he even says, you know, I've been here for three and a half years and you still don't understand, even to his closest associates. So yeah. what, how do we figure it out? You know, like we need the Holy Spirit. But in business, I can say that I've learnt, the first thing I've probably learnt is that God is not separate from anything. He is all over your business. He is all over your life. There is no separation of anything with God. And in that regard, your spirituality really defines who you are. So it's how I show up, that I'm listening to the voice of the Spirit. It's that I am seeking first the kingdom of God in everything I do. Even when I'm putting a to-do list and all these things, I'm listening to God, what do you want here? Because the purposes of God, are, like we, we talk to God about my purpose, my vision, my business, my goal. And God says, no, when you came to me, everything died. It is now about my purpose, you know? <laughs> and most people, this is where they struggle because they're looking at themselves and their own life and God is coming along going, hello, I've got much bigger plans for you. So it's really trusting in God in that spirituality. And there's a seriousness that comes with that and an excellence, you know, representing God. So if I'm showing up in a, in a coaching call or in a consultation with someone, if I'm there, Jesus is there. There's no separation. Christ in me is, is the one that can speak to you. Yeah. So it's a different kind of thinking, you know. So God is not separate from anything, family and all the rest of it. And, and probably the second thing that's probably in this, it's like a, the next phase of the same thing is that your thinking will make or break you. How the, the fact that how you think, the time you spend thinking, your mind is where you have to be strong. And, you know, hearing the, because God is, the things of the spirit aren't natural. In fact, we know because in Romans 8, it says to be carnally minded is enmity with God, right? If your flesh, if you're just working in the flesh, you're going to sow in the flesh. But if you're in the spirit, you'll be led by the spirit. But this takes thinking. You have to think on the scripture, think on the word you've heard, consider it, let it take 
root into you. So when you're in the business, your mind is not just consumed about what you have to do and, you know, how you're going to make money. There's a thinking that comes in a kingdom-minded person that understands that God wants to be all over it in everything through and through because that there is a strength that comes into you when your thinking is in alignment with God. It's something that happens I'm going to say, I was going to say over time, but I don't like how we all think it's going to be a process. I don't agree with that. I, you know how we say, oh, step by step, God's changing me. It's not true because the scriptures tell us that when we believed, it happened in a moment. You were given everything in a moment. But where we need to grow is in our understanding. I think it's Proverbs 24. It talks about how God builds the house with wisdom. It says that with understanding he establishes it and that with knowledge or by knowledge he fills it with riches. So the thing, yeah, the thinking that that comes in, it's like wisdom, understanding, knowledge. And it was Proverbs, which one? 24, I think it's verse 3 and 4. And actually, in the next verse, in verse 5, it says, a wise man is strong, yet a man of knowledge increases strength. So it's like what I was saying, you get stronger. When wisdom happens, I think that a lot of us stay in the wisdom area. We haven't yet worked out how to get into the understanding and into the knowledge, because that is where the real thinking takes place. Yeah where you've got to think into it and consider and believe the word you've heard by the spirit to go in a certain direction. And in business, you know, you're t- if you're trying to navigate the way of the world and you're trying to navigate there and win the client and do this and do that, my goodness, it's so much easier if you're thinking and hearing God and he says, turn left, turn right. And your thinking is like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to trust you because we don't know the outcome. Mm. We have an advantage. <laughs> But it requires thinking. You have to prioritise it. And so I guess the next phase of that, which is still the same thing, is the critical nature of the Word of God. I find that the more I get into the Word of God, the more I think about it, the more I study it, the more I find that when I'm actually doing things in business or I'm, um, you know, or not even in business, but if I hear a need, let's say, and I could be looking at the reality of what, where, you know, my business, I might be, you know, my schedule might be full. I might not have a lot of cash in the bank that week. I might, whatever. But I hear of something going on with the work of God. I hear something about the kingdom of God. I hear that God, somebody needs help in the kingdom of God, right? There's something happening. If I choose my business over what I've heard that God is doing in the kingdom, I will pay for it in the long run. I won't be able to step fully into the thing. But when I have believed the word of God, right, and it starts to come alive to me, so I start thinking in terms of even the scriptures just start to come alive and I act in faith to do, to get involved with that thing, then I start, what happens is I start getting clients from nowhere or I'll get a call from someone or I just find that God, when you put the kingdom first, yeah. But what happens is the word of God starts to come alive. It gives you the confidence to act in faith. And that's what you're thinking on. And that is what starts to define your spirituality because the Holy Ghost is all over you in it. Because I I really believe that Christians in business have the capacity 
to change the world. If you are a person who is putting the kingdom of God first, not your business, not your money, not your wealth, you're not worrying about your family, you are trusting God, you are that Christian that is just boots and all in it, then my goodness, there are that many stories about men and women of God who have been entrepreneurial in nature, God has blessed them with the gift of creating wealth, and those people have funded the work of the gospel and actually changed history because of it. And so that's what I pray for people that are in business, that they understand that the call of God is much bigger. Um, the kingdom of God is bigger than what the world wants to offer you as, uh, you know, <laughs> business or whatever. These big things of God, my goodness, it fills the space and it gets exciting and you don't know what is around the corner for you or your family or, you know. So, yeah. Well, all right. So, recap. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i get into i get into no, preach mood because it's just good it's good it's good it's good <laughs> uh, god is not separate from everything in your life or your business number two is your thinking will make or break you so is your thinking in line with god and three the critical nature of the word of god and learning about putting kingdom first then god will essentially look after you and your business so but you obviously went into a lot more depth than that <laughs> but, but thank you for sharing that so what are you and that's just kind of the tip I guess of what we're going to be exploring in the conference and understanding okay so how do we operate in that what does that look like and that was a very abbreviated kind of glance of what we're the depth that we're wanting to go in in the conference and kind of the theme is who is she? So mm. you are learning through what Sharon is going to be talking about a little bit uh, from myself as well uh, about who you are and what that means and how you operate in that. And that's, yes, she has confidence. She does not have fear and all that kind of stuff, but who are you and what does that mean is so much depth. And if you can understand that in your business, I think it's going to really bring, well, we'll just see what God does. I, He's put it on my heart for a reason. So he's doing something. So Sharon, what are you looking forward to most at the conference? I think that God really wants to, I think God wants to just upgrade people in their faith, in their capacity, in their calling, in the knowledge of their purpose. I think God is wanting to do something big in Australia and out of Australia but also in the world. And he wants people that are growing in awareness. And I think that this conference is a, is a great place where God is going to be doing stuff. Plus, I'm looking forward to the retreat. That would be very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's like, oh, I actually can't wait for the retreat. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, God loves to look after you, love yeah. you, and being amongst other people who love him and get pampered as well. You're in a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, mm. thank you so much for nipping on and kind of just sharing a little bit about yourself. And now we all know that you're a detective by day and singer by night. <laughs> <laughs> and sharing a little bit about the depth that we're going to fill in with at the conference. Where can our listeners find you if this is the first time that they've heard you speak on the podcast? Uh, graceandconfidence.com is the website and uh, social media is under my name. But, yeah, but graceandconfidence.com is where you can find me. 
That's awesome. We appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing a glimpse of what we're in for on the Saturday. <laughs> so if you've not already got your ticket, we'd love to invite you to the conference. So it's on the 9th and 10th of February 2019 at the Collaroy Centre. That's in the northern beaches of Sydney. All the tickets with accommodation on site have now been sold out. So um, you can still grab a two-day or a one-day pass and it'll include your entry, food and drink. Uh, there'll be some women looking for Airbnbs um, to share apartments. So if you grab your ticket and join the private Facebook group, put your name down to share a house or an apartment and you can meet some new friends. And you can book through the website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au or the information is in our app and we can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We'll see you next time. Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome.